Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in the beginning of Simen Kuf Samech Beis. We are on page 112. Simen Kuf Samech Beis is Hagbo'a v'shifshuf hayadayim b'netila, the raising and the rubbing of the hands during the netila. And we're going to, Emir Hashem, see in Kuf Samech Beis many inyonim that we touched upon in earlier simonim in Hilchas Netilas Yadayim. The Mechaber begins in Sif Aleph by telling us, Hanotel Tzorech Lahagbiya Yodov, Lamala. One who washes his hands needs to lift them upwards. The Ramah adds in, the Hainu Roshay Etzbosov. The Ramah says what the Mechaber means is to raise up your fingers. Shaloyetsu Mayim Chutzla Perek. So the water should not go beyond the, the boundary, beyond the wrist. And then come back and be the hands. Believe it or not, that's all we're going to see for tonight in the Shulchan Aruch. And the Mishabura gives us a very lengthy hakdama, And we'll get a lot of the information that we need going forward from this hakdama. So let's begin with the hakdama on page 112 in Sivkat and Aleph. And then at the end of Rish Hashem, we'll try to come back to the Mechaber. So the Mishabura says, Aktim Hakdamak Tara. I am going to give a short introduction. Based on what is explained by the tour, the Beis Yosef, and other poskim. In order that we can understand the coming Sifim. And that is as follows. It is explained in Sinai Kufnun Ches. The reason why we have this idea of Natilas Yadai and this mitzvah is because the hands get very busy, they touch different parts. Therefore, Chazal was goes there on our hands, Tumma. Unless we are metire our hands with a revius of water. And as we know, you need to wash two times on your hands. By one pouring of water on your hand, you are metire your hand. So the water, as it's being metire your hand, it's becoming tame from your hand. The water becomes tame from your hands. And the second pouring is then metire the water that became tame from your hands by the first pouring. So again, the Mishabu is explaining, and we saw this idea earlier, that the reason why we have two pourings is the first pouring of the water goes on the hands, it's metahir the hand, and the water becomes tamay. The second pouring of water is then metahir the water that became tamay. In the brackets he writes, However, if you will pour a revius of water at one time on your two hands, or you'll pour a revius on one hand and then a revius on the other hand. Most poskim hold you're done. That is the missing of Tilas Yadayim. And that's what the Mechaber writes down in Sifdalad. And the reason is, like we just mentioned, the only reason we need two pourings is the second pouring is to be retired the water that became tummy by the first pouring. But as we've discussed earlier, whenever you have a revius of water, it doesn't become tummy. A revius has not become tummy. Like when you go into the mikvah, you're not making the water tummy. The water is being retired you. So if you have the proper shear, 
So that, which is a revius, the revius is metayir, your hands doesn't become tame, memelo, you will have no reason to do a second pouring. So the mishabura here is adding in the brackets, and we'll get into this in greater detail later, that if you would have a revius poured on both hands together, or you would pour a revius on each hand independently, you will not need to do the mayim shniim. The omru ba and the gemara tells us, and that which should sound familiar from that which we just saw in the Mechaber, but that's really from the Gemara. The Gemara tells us that one who washes his hands needs to raise his hands up. So the water should not go beyond the boundary. It should not go past the wrist. And then the water is going to come back and we'll explain it in greater detail right now. The Mepharshim explain. The real concern is when you do the first pouring of water on your hand and you're not using a revius. So we just mentioned the water becomes tummy. So if that water becomes tummy on your hands. So the concern is we're, we're worried that maybe a little bit of the water that became tummy by touching your hand then went above the wrist, it went back above the wrist, from the Mayan Rishonim, and therefore, just to read it again, the maybe the original water that became tummy on your hand went beyond your wrist, that's beyond the place of the and beyond the place that you have to wash, you only have to wash up to your wrist. So worry that some of the tummy water went beyond your wrist, Visham and over there, even if the second pouring will go to the same place beyond your wrist, that water, number two, will not be metire the water that went from the first pouring beyond your wrist. Why? Because the second pouring is only metire the water that's on the mukum, the tila, which is on your hand. The water that went beyond the wrist is not becoming purified by the second pouring of water. The second water does not be metire your water that became tummy that has gone beyond the border outside of the hand. The tumas yadayim v'tarosim hu ara perak dafka. The tumah of the hands, the tire of the hands, is only up until your wrist. V'lochena therefore, in ein magbia yadav, if you don't raise up your hands, yachzuru hamayim hatmeim ahem letocha perek. Then we're worried that the water that's tummy that went beyond your wrist is going to come back down via tamu hayadayim. It's going to be the tamu your hands. Kach pirshu. This is how most of the Mepharshim explain it. And according to their explanation, Even if you wash the entire hand all the way up to your wrist, you also have to raise up your hands. Because of this concern. And what's that again? That the water that you poured the first time is going to go beyond your wrist. The and after you pour the second pouring on your hand to be matir the water on your hand, so some of the water from the initial pouring that became tummy that went up your arm is going to come back down and re matame your hands, and therefore one should raise his hands. We'll get into the details of exactly when your hands must be raised, but the point is that once you poured water the first time on your hand, that water is all tummy. You didn't use the revias, the water is tummy. So if that water goes beyond your wrist, you have tummy water beyond your wrist, now you pour it number two on your hand, so you retire the water on your hand, but then if the water drips back down, that became tummy on your hand, went higher up, and now it comes back down, it's metame your hand again. 
And the fact that you're pouring a second time and even going higher doesn't help you, because as the Mishabur just said, according to these Shitos, the water that you pour the second time is only Metair the water on the hand, it's not Metair the Tomei water that was Tomei on your hand but went beyond your hand. It can't be Metair over there. It's only Metair what's on your hands. So if the water goes back when it's Tomei, comes back after the second pouring, it's making your hand Tomei again. That is the first Shita. Then the Mishabur says in the fourth wide line of 112, there are those who argue and they hold that when in fact you're washing the entire hand till the wrist like is our minhag we're not worried the water is going to go beyond your wrist and then it's going to come back now why are we not worried about that so if you look in the Shara Tzion and Osei he writes even though it's true, if the water that became Tomei on your hand would go back, and then it would return back to your hand again, for sure it would be metame your hands again. But, the Rashba, which is this sheet that holds, the Rashba is not concerned that that will happen. Avada, if it does happen, it will be a problem. But the Rashba says you don't have to be concerned that the water you put on your hand is going to go backwards and then come and return again. It's not going to happen on its own. And for the concern that you might pour the water beyond your wrist, we're also not worried. Because there the water is not going to become tummy from your arm. The gzeira of the tum is only on the hand. So the fact that you might pour it too high is not a problem because the water doesn't become tummy beyond your wrist. The only water that becomes tummy is on your hand. And the Rashba is not concerned that it's going to go back and then return. If it would, it would be a problem, but he's not concerned about it. And therefore, back to the Mishabura, that's the Yeshchokim, that they hold, that if you would wash your whole hand until your wrist, like our Minog is, we're not worried the water is going to go out and then come back in. The Rashba, our only concern is that if you're only washing until your knuckles, like we saw yesterday, many poskim hold they only have to wash until your knuckles. That's where there's a concern, Lafi the Rashba. And he explains. And then the concern is, Maybe when you poured the water the first time, and you only really need to pour it up to the knuckles, but maybe you poured it higher than the knuckles. The koshil at sam sam sham, it's hard to be exacting right by the knuckles. And if you poured water beyond the knuckles, but it's still on the hand, memela nitmu sham hamayim. Memela, the water will become tummy there. Because although the Rashba said if you pour it beyond your wrist, it doesn't become tummy over there. But if you're pouring it beyond your knuckles, it's still part of your hand where there is a gzeira of tumah, the water will become tummy there. And then the second pouring you're going to do up to your knuckles. Maybe the first pouring went beyond the knuckles. That water is tummy on the top part of your hand. The second pouring you get more exacting up until the knuckles. And then we're worried, If you're not going to lift up your hands, Yerdu hamayim atmeim lamata. Aletz ba'osav yetamu osam. 
So the water that was accidentally poured above the knuckles, still on the hand, became Tamei. The Mayim Shneem go up to the knuckles, it's Matar, the water on your fingers. But if your hand is not raised upward, the water is now going to drip down from the higher part of your hand onto your fingers, and it's going to be Matame your fingers again. And the Mechaber actually relies on this Rashbah, like we will see in the Sif and Ritz Hashem in the next year. Look, we will discuss later on in this Sif, in the Mishabura. And now says the Chavaz Chaim, I'm ready to begin explaining this Simen. Now if we go back on top, we'll understand what exactly the Mechaber is getting at. And then we'll see the Mishaburas on the actual Mechaber over here. So again, the Mechaber says, Hanota, one who washes his hands, Tzorech lagbiya yadav lamalo. He has to lift his hands up. The Ramah says, The Hainu Rashi Etzbaosav. It means, the tips of his finger have to be facing upwards. Shelo yeitzu mayim chutz perik. So the water should not go beyond the, the place. The Yachsru, and then come back, and we have two understandings of this that like we just mentioned, Nakdama. Either we're worried the water that went on the entire hand might go back beyond the wrist, and then when you pour the Mayim Shneem on the hand to be retired that water, you weren't retired the tummy water that went up your wrist, and now it's going to come back down with time in your hands. Or, like the Rashba, you're only pouring up until your knuckles, but you might have poured a little too much by accident, and that water. Does, does become tummy because it's poured on the hand itself. When you pour the Mayim Shneem on the fingers, it's only Matar that water, not the water that's higher up, and that water might come down to be Matame. So according to each Shita, we have this understanding and what the concern is. So let's just see the Mishaburas on this, and the rest of the Sif and Ritz Hashem we'll see in the next year. Sifkotan Beis, Tzorech Lag Biyah, you have to lift up your hands. Ubidiyavad, in Lohig Biyah, if you did not lift up your hands, the mashmos is, it's not ma'akev, you would not have to wash again. Unless you actually saw and you noticed that water went beyond the boundary and then came back, then avada you have to wash again. But if you didn't see it, so this is a din but if you didn't do it, so if you don't know of a problem, it will be fine. To lift up your hands. Takef achar mayim shniem ad hanigov. when exactly are you lifting up your hands? Immediately after you pour the second pouring, which is metire, the water that's there, lift up your hands until it dries. Until you dry your hands. Why? Because maybe the first pouring went out. Before you poured round number two. Beyond the border. And they became Tomei from your hands. Since that water was poured on your hand, it became Tomei from your hand. Now it went beyond the wrist. The Achar Mayim Shniyam, and after the second pouring again, Yerdu Lamatav Yitamuas Neidayim, it's going to go back, and it's going to be your hands. So if you look in the Sharetzion over here in Oschas, he writes, very important. And that which Shabura says, you only lift up your hands after the second pouring. Why is that? When you're actually pouring the second pouring itself, during the second pouring, your hands don't have to be upwards. Because even if the hands are down and the water that went up comes back down, it's not a problem. The second pouring that you're doing now is t- taking care of everything on your hands. So if it went up and came back down, before you pour the second pouring, we don't care because you're being retired with the second pouring right now. 
Continues in the Shabura. So after the Mishabura told us that immediately after the second pouring, you have to lift up your hands, he then says, but it is good to be careful even at the time of the second pouring itself that your hands should be raised. Look at this Sharetzion Ostes. Because even if you're going to lift up your hands immediately after the second pouring, maybe as you're pouring the second time, maybe as you're pouring the second time on your hand, the water from higher up is going to come down. If your hands are facing downward, as you're pouring the second time, so immediately following your pouring number two on your hands, the water could drip down, and therefore it is good to be careful to raise up your hands during the second pouring to avoid this. Back to the Mishibura, Uladas HaRashba, Muva Bebeis but according to the Rashba that we saw earlier, that the whole concern is by the knuckles, Tzorich Medina Lizar then the Ikra Din, you have to make sure by the second pouring your hand is raised up. And the reason there is very simple, the Shatsyon explains it, I'll just speak it out. Because according to the Rashba, if you pour it the first time till your knuckles, now you're pouring the second time to purify that water, even if the Mayim Shniim go too high, it's going on your hand. So if that part of your hand is Tameh, that water is now becoming Tameh. So according to the Rashba, the only washing till your knuckles the first time, you better make sure your hand is raised the second time, because otherwise the second pouring might go higher, where it becomes Tameh from the hand, and then it's going to come back down. So you want to make sure that no water is coming back to your, beyond, below your knuckles, so you have to keep your hand raised. That's what the Shatsun explains at Oz Yud. Now, now physically, you can't possibly have your hands facing upwards unless someone else is pouring the water over your hands. Because if you're pouring the water on your hands yourself, you're going to be forced to lower your hands when you're transferring maybe you wash your right hand very nicely with it up in the air but now you want to take the water the cup in your right hand to put on your left hand so your right hand is getting lowered and again there's a concern that the water is going to come down so there's no way to work it out that you're washing your hands with having both hands raised the whole time it's not shayach so it has to be that someone else is pouring the water on if you have no one else pouring the water which will allow you to keep your hands raised during the second pouring and beyond. So, We said earlier in Akdama, it's very simple. All you have to do is pour a revias of water on each hand and you avoid the entire problem. Because again, when you do a pouring of a revias at one time, you don't have to raise up your hands. We'll see later. In a present situation where you don't have so much water, so you have no one else to wash for you, you have no water to wash or revias on each hand, so you're lacking in your water. So you will do the etza that the Rama will tell us Amir Tzashem shortly. That you should lower your hands totally. So we have three etzas. One etza is they have someone else to pour the water, keep your hands raised from the time of the second pouring until you finish drying your hands. 
Eitzah number two is just do it yourself. If you have enough water, put a revius of water on each hand so you have no concerns. Eitzah number three is if you don't have enough water, you could wash with less than revius, but keep your hands down the whole time. If your hands are down the whole time, there's no concern that the water went beyond the parak and it's going to come back down. It didn't go anywhere because your hands were down the whole time and then you avoid all the problems. Continues the Mishaburis of Katan Dalit. The Ramos said on the Machaber that said, Anotel Tsaruch Lagbiya Yodav, he said, the Hainu Rashi Etzbosa, Zakta Mishabura, Hainu Ledasa Poskim, Lael Besimin Kufsa Machalov, this is going with the Poskim that we had earlier, Desagi Benetila at Kishrei Haetzbos, that you only have to wash until your knuckles. Therefore, the Ramos saying, keep your fingers up, because all we care about is the fingers. Avaladasa Poskim Lael, but according to the Poskim that we had earlier, Sham did Sarik Natila Kayad, you have to wash your entire hand all the way to your wrist. So Mamela Tsarak Lagbiya Gamkin Kopisa Sayad. So Mamela, you have to lift up your whole hand. So again, the Ramah that says lift up your fingers is going to feed the Sheetah, you only wash your fingers. But Avada, according to the Sheetah that we're Machmi, for that we wash our whole hand, you would have to pick up your entire hand. But then he says, Vyesha Pershu Gam Kavanas Rashi Esposov. Some say you don't have to say the Ramah is getting involved in this machlokas. You could explain the Ramah when he says to raise up your fingers, Kenu, that's what he means. Shemagbiya kula, lift up your whole hand. Ela demefarish ofen hagba. He's just explaining the way that you should lift up your hands. Tahainu sheyu rashe es ba'osav lamala. The tips of your fingers should be upward. Ve'akafa azro lamata. And then the palm of your hand and your arm below it. So it's not coming to say in the Ramah, according to the second shita, Roshay Etzba'osav, that will go and feed the one that says you only wash your fingers. No, going according to both shitas. Even the one that says you wash your whole hands, the way to describe how you lift up your hands is Roshay Etzba'osav. That way, your fingers are higher, and then your, your, the palm of your hand is higher, and your arm is lowered down to avoid the problem. So it's not necessarily going with any one shot. It can fit with both shatim, those additional words of the Ramah. And finally, the last Mishabur that we'll see for Tanya is the cut and hey, Again, the problem was, the water shouldn't go beyond the border once it's Tameh, and then it comes back and is Metameh your hands again after the second pouring. Says in Mishabura, Ratzalome, what it means to say is, maybe the water that you poured the first time that became Tameh will go outside beyond your wrist or your knuckles. When you don't lift up your hands, the water is going to come back down below. Like we mentioned before, we'll stop here and we'll continue the rest of this from Hashem in the next year. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shear on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myra McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.